for a podcast about sports and current events that's worth a damn? Well, you're in the right place. This is On The Clock Radio. Funny as hell. And they love to argue. Let's do the damn thing. You're listening to On The Clock Radio with Raul Lezcano. Raul Lezcano. Reggie Edwards. Reggie Edwards. And Tyrone Benson. And Tyrone Benson. going on the clock fans man it's a it's a beautiful tuesday over here in 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 tampa florida man it's august 29th we're getting prepared for hurricane Adiala, Adiala, Adiala. anyway we're doing prep uh, for hurricanes but we thought we opened up the song or opened up the show today with boys to men uh song for mama because one of our very own reggie edwards um his mother got called home Estella edwards got called home and um we're going to talk about sports. We're going to talk about some some fond memories of her as well. Um, we definitely got to talk about the, some, of, some of the documentaries we've been seeing. But for right now, man, we just want to give a shout out to Reggie Edwards, his family, brother, uh, cousins, everybody that, that was affected by this, man. And we love you, Reggie, man. And, and we'll get going with the show here. But just want to give a moment to, to recognize a beautiful soul that got called home, man. So, Stella, we love you. Me and Tyrone, we love you. And um, we pray for you, Reggie. What's going on the clock, fans, man? Like I said, opening the show up, man, we had one of our very own, Reggie Edwards, who, you know, has been on the show many, many, many times. Um, One of those boys from the Bay. Um, Been in and out of the show for a while. while. We didn't really want to enlighten what was going on or or try to, you know, bring in what his business is. But uh, his mom got called home. Uh, She passed away um, earlier last week. And um, we're just praying for him and the family and making sure everybody's good. Um, Tyrone, man, I thank you for joining me on this one, man. It's going to be, it's a little sad, but yeah, we'll, we'll get into a little bit of documentaries that we saw. I want to talk about Bishop Sycamore documentary on HBO Max. I definitely want to talk about the Gator one. Uh, Trey Lance going to Cowboys. So we, we got a good show, but we just want to do that that moment of silence, moment of, of passing for Mr. Stella Edwards, man. What's going on, Reggie? How you do, or what's going on, Tyrone? How you doing, sir? I'm doing good, man. Doing good. Um, like you said, man, it's it's hard because we've known Reggie for whew, twenty plus years, yeah, and yeah. Miss Stella's been part of our lives for twenty some years, and yeah, it's just I, 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 me personally, can say that I know what Reggie's going through. Yeah, I know. I lost, I lost my mom Christmas of 2011, and it still won't seem real. And so, I mean, it's. It's going. It's a long. It's going to be a long journey to get 
back to where he was, but you know, he just got to keep doing what he's been doing. I texted him the other day and just told him, hey, man, just keep your head up, stay strong, you know, and keep, continue to make your mom proud. That's the only thing she wants. So, Absolutely. You know, she, all, her, all her babies, she loved her babies, and yeah. they all made her proud. So They did. <laughs> so, love you, Reggie. Love you, Miss Stella. You yeah. know. Absolutely. Now you're there with, you're there with my mom and yeah. Miss Angie Nellums, and they all about there partying again like it's 2000. <laughs> we won the 2000 state championship. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Wearing our, wearing our jackets. Wearing the jackets. Right. Yeah, so. yeah. I, I know, man. Uh, Reggie's mom still. She's always been. She was always awesome, man. I remember. I remember a lot of times. You know, Reggie. Reggie was the. I think one of the first ones to have a car. Uh, out of all of us, I believe. I think he was one of the first ones, maybe. Out of our group, you know, the older, the older yeah. senior level, they had their cars. But like out of our group, I think Reggie was actually the very, very first one to have a car because Reggie was always, however he, Reggie's been getting money since he was sixteen. You know what I'm saying? Um, and he got it the yeah, legal yes, way. I don't know think he got it illegally. He got it the legal way. He had a job. He yeah. saved his money. But um, yes, yeah, the cutlass. Yeah, the cutlass. That's what it was. The cutlass, man. And I remember, but I remember his mom just, you know. <laughs> <laughs> she was so funny. So it was like three of us in the car. And I forget who was in. I forget, I forget it was it was Jermaine or me or Trevor or him or I forget who was in the car, man. I really do. But I do remember her. We we all met up at Reggie's house. We were all going to go out the county line and have a good time. So we all met up at Reggie's house and uh, we were going to jump in the Cutlass because our cars at that time was just horrible. Like I was driving an 88 Plymouth Sundance. You know what I'm saying? You, my car was a monster. Well, your car was all right, man. I'm, I'm driving some little... You know, it was the terrible freak. You can't get, you can't pull nothing in that car. And um, hey, my car was a transformer. Right there, the hood. I hooked the battery to my car off. It's a transformer, baby. So well, anyway, you you were good. I, my mine was mine was not like that. You guys were, you guys could stunt and everything you had. But um, I remember, going, I remember going to the house and she came out the house and she was telling Reggie, you better be home at a certain time. And you know, she was telling him a speech, and then. <laughs> She saw like three black dudes walking through a car, and then she sees me, right? And she sees me walk up. And she goes, "And make sure the Chico pays you for gas." <laughs> oh man, I, remember, I was like, "I'm gonna I'm pay for gas, Miss Stella." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And everybody remember her cutting up, but she always cutting up. She was poking fun at me, and she was um. Oh, that's where Reggie got his sense of humor from. Yeah, absolutely, man. Oh. Absolutely, she was. She was one of the funniest. I mean, your mom, his mom. I mean. It, but Miss Stella's sense of humor, like she'd be so serious, like the way she's talking, it just comes out. Like it'd be, it'd be straight face. It won't be laughing. Right. You, right. you think she's playing with you, but she really serious. She really serious. <laughs> yeah. So and like, you gotta okay. sit back and look at Reggie's reaction to gauge which one is this right now. Is she playing or she's serious right now? If right. You know, if, like, cause I, I remember Reggie's brother helped me with my divorce. Mm. And so we, we met at the at the library on Universe. That's where she had worked. Yeah. And so Reggie's brother trying to explain stuff to me. And she goes, I know you can read. I work in the library. You want to check out some books? <laughs> I can read. These Wait, big she words, be serious? Man. She be serious? Yeah, she was dead serious. Yeah, dead serious. yeah I see. That's what I'm but, saying. Oh, yeah, but yeah, it was always a good time around Miss Stella. Even when I just passed her, passed her in Walmart or she always said hi. Always spoke. Yeah. So, you know, and that's one of the biggest things I, you know, I, I kind of, you know, I cherish, I, I cherish where life took me. You know, I'm appreciative of it, man. But it's one of the things I've always, I've always kind of regretted because these people had such big impacts. Your mom, 
Reggie's mom. I mean, um, all had, Terrell's mom. Everybody had really big impacts because you remember what my household was like. It was very, you know, dysfunctional a little bit. My mom was great and all, but um, I didn't really get along with my dad a lot. So me bouncing around from house to house, you know, your all's moms were like my mom because, you know, they make sure I was. They they all made sure I was fed. They made sure I had clothes or somewhere to lay my head down, and they never hesitated to open their doors. And Estelle was just another mom that was just so beautiful to, to be like, no, nah, just lay your head down, go to sleep, don't make noise, you better not snore, <laughs> and don't eat my food in the morning. You can have breakfast, but eat the cereal. Um, you know, she she was she was just beautiful, man. And, and I regret not being able to have the adult side of that, you know what I mean? Because I remember everything as a kid. I never got right. to be the adult side of it to, you know, to really spend time and barbecues and fellowship with friends and stuff. And I, and I, I really, as I got older, I really, really miss it a lot. I miss being home a lot. And I miss, I miss yeah. that atmosphere she used to create too. So, um, you know, Reggie and everybody, man, this is, I know you're hurting, man. I know, I know it's tough, man. I, I know it is. And I'm not telling you to, you know, nobody can tell you to get over it or move forward, but you just every day going to learn how to, how to get stronger by it and be the strong one. Cause Reggie's usually the strong one in his family. So, um, I love you, bro. I really do, man. And, and everybody's hurting over this one too. Trust me, it ain't, no, it ain't just one. You got so. you. You ain't by yourself, homie. Yeah, exactly, man. I love you, bro. And and I hope this podcast you get to listen to it and and you know brings a little bit of kind of you know smile and laughter, man. Because we're gonna talk about some some crazy stuff that that we saw, man. Uh, um, so Tyrone, you know Reggie would Reggie would love to talk about this, and and when he does come back on and he wants to talk, man, he's more than welcome to talk about it. I'll talk about it again. So I recently I got to watch uh, the Bishop Sycamore documentary on HBO Max. I know you were telling me you haven't seen it yet and you haven't watched it, but let me tell you something, man. That's because I ain't got HBO. I wasn't going to put your business out there. I, I was trying to. I was trying to just, just say, you know, you, you've been busy with work. That's all you had to say. I've been busy with work. And then, then, then HBO backs is it on Paramount Plus? Ooh, good question. I don't know. That's okay, a good question. I know. I, I, might, I might have it. I know Prime. I, might, I, think, I, I think Paramount is Showtime, I think. Maybe. No, well, I know Amazon Prime. If you have Amazon Prime, uh, um, account they they Paramount is padded with that, so uh, or partnered with that, so they're there with that. So I I know because I, I got that. But uh, no, this one's on uh, HBO Max, man, and I got HBO Max just because of all the DC stuff. But anyway, um, this thing, if it's not the most talked about documentary, it needs to be. It definitely needs to be this one and the Gator one, and I, we'll talk about both. But the first one is Bishop Sycamore. Is is, I mean. When we first saw that that football game between IMG and Bishop Sycamore, right? And and you're watching because you were watching live. I was watching live. Um, yes. To see it on ESPN at in Canton, Ohio, in the Hall of Fame, and you're like, okay, this is this is, you know, a premier high school is what they're saying. You know what I mean? I don't know, man. I I, I had I had my doubts in the beginning because man, they had matching helmets. Like he's gonna be a a top ten school, like not top ten school, but a like a big time school. And I, mean, I had my doubts in the beginning. I think the announcers did too. And I forgot who I was watching the game with here at the house. But we were all for at first. We were like, well, I don't know. But then you know, you keep going. I, I, I put my my two cents in as you go. Mm-hmm. Well, he when uh, so check this out, man. This dude, Roy Johnson, was the I guess mastermind behind this, and I and I say that loosely because he was very stupid on things that he did. But yet, you're he, it, some of the things he did. You're like, what? How? 
how was this able to be to be done? So first things first, I see the I see the uh, the documentary, and you know immediately my my immediate impression is when you see somebody like this that, that was running a scandal for a school, you kind of think there might be something not mentally wrong, but you you know maybe this person has some kind of issue. You know what I mean? Like maybe he has some kind of issue. Some hey man, this dude looks and talks crazy to me he's highly intelligent emotionally not connected to his thoughts of what he's doing he is completely comp- he, he, he comprehends what he's doing is wrong and what he did was wrong and when asked if he do it again he said yes so this guy it's, it didn't start with bishop sycamore by the way it started with something called cof it was christians of faith academy is what it started with and what he started doing in ohio was he went ahead and got this Christian of um, Christians of Academy, uh, Christians of Faith Academy uh, school. He wanted to go ahead and attach it with another with a football team, and what ended up. But the crazy part was, bro. He had he had these people like insurance policies filled out to where a percentage goes to their families, but a percentage would go back to the school. And using that percentage of that, of that money, he would do he would fund football, like helmets, shoulder pads, whatever the case may be. He was also able to, to, you know, he falsified some documents. The team, the COF was playing teams, but yet they were running bills up. So he had to go recruit and get kids. And what that's where he started messing up at. He was getting the kids before he really had a plan on what he was going to do with it. And the people associated with him was telling him, you can't do this without having a school. And he was like, yes, you can. You got to get off of that. We're going to have a football team. And this all, all we have to worry about is football. We don't have to worry about academics or whatever the case may be. And he sold these kids a dream, man. He sold these kids who, one, probably weren't that good at football. Two, were good at football, but football was kind of over. They didn't get their chance to, to go to a college. Three, utilize the fact that if you come here, you can be, you know, you don't have to go to a JUCO. You can go to a prep school. Um, and he kind of just played on their, their insecurities and their hopes and desires and dreams of one day playing a D1 college or playing in the NFL. Okay? And you know as well as I know, a dream like that, man, is is it fuels everything. It fuels I mean, everything. I mean, clearly, I mean, these kids were not that good in high school because I mean, they got murdered. So, so well, that, that's the other part, bro. Some of the kids, some of the kids were actually athletic, but they this guy never had practice, right? So he trained. In, you you have to watch this documentary, bro. He rented out an indoor facility to train and have practice. And the coaches that he hired were, were dog shit coaches. They weren't really notif- like good coaches. And he wasn't a good coach himself. But he had an offensive coordinator. He had a defensive coordinator. He had a freaking special teams coordinator. Like, he had an actual f- coaching staff. And that's where my mind is blown because Roy Johnson is not the only one to blame here. It's everybody else on that staff. Everybody else that allowed us going. Even those parents. Those parents yeah. are to blame, too, for being that fucking stupid and not realizing what they were getting into. Like, that, to me, is like, bro, I don't know, even if somebody doesn't know football, right, bro? Like, even if you, let's say, let's say Nicole, right? Nicole has no idea about football. She doesn't know the ins and outs about how to make it. She's a single mom. There's still something that stinks about this. You know what I mean? It just, right. it just you, wouldn't, you wouldn't take your son and let them go somewhere, and they're calling you back telling, yeah, we're staying at a hotel. Like, why are you staying at a hotel? It's a it's supposed to be a school. You know what I mean? They were sending pictures of what they were eating. 
So this dude's recycling the food. So what he would do is if they didn't eat the mac and cheese on Monday, he would recycle it, feed them throughout the lunch or whatever, and then on the fourth day, it'd be the same mac and cheese and shit that he had on Monday. And you could tell it was fucking old and looked nasty. But he would feed them pizza and pasta the whole time. That's what he would feed these kids. Um, one part of the show, he talks about how he went ahead and he would call like Boston Market or Walmart or somewhere and order 25 chickens. Right? And he wouldn't go pick them up. And he knew that they had 25 chickens that they just cooked because they had an order. And now they got 25 chickens and they can't throw that shit away. So what do you think they did, bro? They got to package it and sell it at a reduced price. Right. So when he, whenever that happened, he would go in there, grab the 25 chickens that they would sell for $2, 3 buy the 25 chickens and go feed the kids. That's my, that's my hero. That's <laughs> <laughs> my hero. He found a way to hustle this shit. Hey, that's the that's the, the real hustle man right there. And these kids, these kids were were you know they were hungry. They would say, "Yo, sometimes we were hungry. We just go to the Walmart and steal the shit. We would just steal the food because we were just hungry, and he, there was no more food to eat. And he, the hotels he was staying, they gave him 90, 80, 90 or eighty day credits, saying you could stay here for ninety days. So it means you got right. free water, free television, free for ninety days for three months. Well, that's a football season almost. Mm-hmm. So all he had to come up with was, was one month of actual of paying him, and but he would just skip out and not pay them, and then they would bill him later, and he would put under some false check or something like that. I mean, this guy, how he's not in jail is crazy to me as well. I thought I thought he got arrested though because he was already he was wanted. Well, yeah, he, he, on he, the he show, you he, he was coaching with a warrant. Yeah, so he, on the show when he was coaching at the IMG game, he had a warrant out for domestic violence. And it's because, and one of the football players says it in the documentary. They said, yeah, I saw him hit her. And the lady uh, was Miss Ashley, whatever it was. And they were arguing. And he said, I could, I could tell you about 100 times how much he argued with his girlfriend. And this one particular night, he, they were yelling, screaming. He saw, saw him off and hit her. And they showed the documentary, him sitting in the courtroom in an orange jumpsuit or whatever. And, you know, basically saying that you, you're going to jail for this. You know what I'm saying? Um, right. I don't know, man. This this guy, and then he he did get arrested December twenty second is what they said in there. Uh, I think it was for shoplifting for that one, um, out of a Best Buy. That's what that's what he was um, arrested for back in twenty twenty two, December twenty twenty two. Bro, he's he's listen to me, man. He is insane, insane. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I just know. I watched the game and. I know at halftime announcers were like, they gotta call this game and these kids don't get hurt. Well, the, all they like, remember, 50, everybody 60 something, 55 something. It nothing. was 58 to 0, 35 0 at halftime. And what was crazy was, I remember, you're right, the announcers were sitting there saying how th- this cannot be real. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. there's just some things in football you, you know you can do, you can't do, right? So it's not like, right. it's not like Heritage is playing somebody that's, that's a really bad team. You know what I mean? When you that's have IMG. Yeah, when you have IMG and Bishop Sycamore, and you don't sold it to her, Bishop Sycamore has D1 prospects and this and that and that. And he says and it on there. He said, I told him they were prospects. They, I didn't say they had a scholarship. I'm like, shit. Right, right. But, I mean, it was funny because announcement was like, yeah, they got so-and-so as a prospect, but I don't see him on here anywhere, blah, blah, blah. Like, I think the announcer that the game was going on, they were, like, picking that apart. Well, they, they also say, hey, number 54 is down, but we don't have a name because we don't have a roster up here. Don't know if this school actually exists. And by the third, fourth quarter, they realized it wasn't the school didn't exist. And what's even crazier is 
on there, they, the kids were saying at halftime, they were checking their phones, and they would have like 200 messages from Twitter, Instagram. Um, they had like 1,000 followers where they just had 200, 300, then 1,000 followers showed up. And basically everybody's saying, yo, you're going to a fake school. You're a clown-ass dude. I can't believe you're 21 going to school and playing against high school kids and shit. And this dude literally says on the documentary, where does it say that, where, is the, where do they say that there's an age limit on going to high school? Where do, they, where do they say that? And literally but the next he, clip is that. The age limit is 21. It's when they turn 21. Well, in Ohio, in Ohio, it's not. You could play, you could be a part of high school athletics at 19, but once you turn 20, you can't, yeah. you can't, that was it. You was a rap. Um, so this guy lays down. Well, he says, what's the age limit? The guy lays, he says, show me a man. Where's this book at? And the next clip, they didn't put it in front of him, but the next clip, they show where the rule says it in Ohio, the governing Ohio State or Ohio Football Athletic Association, just like we have FHSA, whatever it is. Right. Same yeah. thing over there, Ohio High School Athletic Association. So they have it there. The rules are right there. You know what I'm saying? And But he's so delusional, bro. He has such a dream. Of, of egotistical, and I, and I think it's ego. I don't think it's anything else but ego. He wanted to have a fucking football program, man. And it was insane. And I'm watching Stacey Gage run up and down the field, and it brought me flashbacks to the time when I'm watching. Bro, it was crazy to see this. It was crazy, like, what this guy did to these kids. And the kids went along with it, and the mom was along with it. I'm like, what? He had He had three kids in that game. Tear their ACL in the game. No trainer, no doctor. Two of them went back in the game to play. The quarterback was that was, and I, and I will say that the quarterback had a good arm. He he did look good. Um, the quarterback was six three or some shit like that. Lefty, good arm. He popped and dislocated or did something to his shoulder, and he still went back and told him to go back. No, no, he didn't tell him, but the kid wanted to go back in there. The mom was like, "You're not going in." He went in anyway, and these kids were really hype. The messed up part is, do you know before they played IMG, which was on a Sunday, bro, before they played IMG, these dudes played a full high school game on Friday? Yes, I did know that. I, I, did, I, I did not know that. And I'm like, yo. It was it, wasn't it in D.C.? Uh, no. Maybe it was. I, thought they, I knew they played a whole high school game like a Thursday, Friday before. I think it was somewhere in Ohio, though. So some team. But anyway, they had the fourth ranked hardest schedule in the nation the fourth hardest schedule that's why um when people said how did he get on espn he didn't call espn img didn't call espn espn called them and espn wanted to to televise the game so espn and img by the way declined this whole documentary they didn't want to be part of this shit at all at, yeah, at all right. they didn't want to be part of it um bro he was he was a con artist man yeah, bro, I, I can't I, believe. I mean, he, I mean, he suckered. They're the fourth. They're the fourth hardest schedule in the country. So I mean, he suckered all the mother coaches. The do you know play. how long this shit went on? That's what I'm saying. Like, do you know how long yeah, it went been on? Doing it? No. 2018 is when he started. Right. 2018, 2019, 2020, COVID hits. 2021 and 2022. Do you know how many kids they had graduate from their school? Zero. Zero kids every year, bro. Do you, like, the insanity, like, 
even if you wanted to help kids that were underprivileged and they didn't have a chance or something had happened along their career, and that's your mindset, great. But at some point, to make the dream come true, you got to do it legally and safely. But after, after that IMG game, they were done forever, though, weren't they? No. They weren't allowed to play no more. No. They played three more games. I thought they weren't allowed to play no more. No. Oh, you know what? Let me let me go back and look. May, or was that before the IMG? You might be right. No, no. They they played a whole no. They they played a whole another year. I thought they, that's when they because after that after IMG spanked them like that and they called the game in the fourth quarter. I thought that's when all the investigations started going on and then they found out they weren't even a real credit school. Well, the, remember the announcers were saying it right there on the right on the show, which is funny because um, one of the guys that worked for the Ohio. Uh, Athletic Association, he was telling people for three years that this guy was a, was a fraud and nobody would investigate him. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, I know they had like an E60 thing on that whole thing, too. Oh like, my. Bro, it is it is insane what this dude did. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's but cool. I, you're right. I think, I think, I think it did end at, at, let me, I'm trying to look it up right now. I think it did end at that time. Uh, that aired on ESPN. The team will return to the spotlight in HBO document. Yeah, so you're right. That that was the last game. And in 2022, he was trying to start it back up. And it looks like that's when all the the, the suing started happening. So he sent all the kids home. <laughs> Bro, it, he has over 30 lawsuits. 30 of them. Bro, I, 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 I'm just, I'm just, it's crazy to me. That he did this, and and the kicker is, I, and I gotta finish. I, well, I I watched it, but I I gotta look more into it as far as the legal aspect of it of how many years he got. You know what I mean? I want I want to know how many years he got as far as being in jail. You know what I mean? I mean, shit, like I wouldn't say more than ten. I mean, Maybe. all I did was just uh, bribery and some racketeering here and. Some little shit. I ain't that big. Yeah, he conned the whole damn state, whole country, basically. I mean, you gotta get a man some credit. Yeah, and he's not I mean, dumb, he man. Do. He filed for bankruptcy, so he ain't, he don't owe nobody shit. Exactly. Yeah, so, you take him to court all you want. I ain't got shit. Right. So, <laughs> hey. I don't oh, know. Man. Man. He has less than so. fifty thousand dollars in assets and between hundred thousand and five hundred thousand in liabilities. Jesus Christ. According to the paperwork, which had to be re- resubmitted due to errors, Johnson made estimates. He has 17 creditors who, who he owes money. Uh, that yeah. list includes a bank that gave him a loan for the COF Academy and Bishop Sycamore scheme, various collection agencies, and smoldering of, of other small-owned businesses. Johnson has... Like yeah. Rydell and all that shit. No, well, that's the other part to that, man. These guys are using high school helmets that they use from their high schools. So the helmet, and they also shared helmets. So a lot of times the kids were getting hit really hard. The helmet come flying off. And yeah. I mean, it was just a safety issue. And, and the helmet, you know, you know how it goes with the helmets. These helmets got to be, they got to go to a certification. Every, every, three, every three years, two or three years. Yeah. This guy was able to, I don't know. He was able to do a lot, man. I mean, just the, for the, for the people to let him get that far, I mean, you got to talk like the, how the state of Ohio's like school board system or whatever, and 
you let this man get that far, that deep into it, and nobody lift, nobody had no, nobody thought anything about it. Like, come on, really? nothing, bro. So, nothing. It's, it's just I mean, awful what this fucking guy did. Like, I, I understand wanting to help people, but you, you got to do it in a certain way. You know what I mean? I see him on Martin. Oh my That's God. man. He did, man. He hustled the shit out of him, man. And that, the, the, so if anybody, I encourage anybody to go watch this documentary and tell me I'm wrong. This guy, the way he laughed, the way he looked, he just looked like he, there wasn't, something wasn't connected. And, and him doing an HBO documentary, you know, I'm pretty sure this is going to solve, you know, some of his money issues. Because but since he filed bankruptcy, he don't owe nobody nothing. And everything he gets from this, he keeps. You know what I mean? Yep. And and if he if somebody tries to take it, I'm sure he's gonna put it in four different names or different accounts, and, and you'll never find that money from him. He'll probably just once he gets out of jail, he'll probably know. Oh, they owe me my money. I'm finna get out of here. Yep. Yep. Well, yeah. I mean, shoot. I mean, he already filed for bankruptcy. So anything he makes after the people can go out, go for it though. So, they, they could try, I mean, but they, you like this guy's gonna find a bank account, deposit it, take that money, and go to Europe. Because let's say he could, let's know. just say he get paid five hundred thousand dollars for the HBO Max, maybe less. Who knows? Whoever knows what he made. Let's say he gets paid less. Bro, he, would you stay in America? Nah, you gonna put that in mama name. And yeah, man, you, I'm going. I'm out of here. You can't, you can't do nothing to me. What are you gonna do in Europe? They can't, you know, they can't extract me from Europe. You can't bring me back here. As long as I don't set foot on U.S. soil ever again, I'm cool. You know, uh, it's just crazy. Just crazy how they do things. Um, the other documentary we were talking about is the Florida Gators documentary. Trash. I, <sighs> fucking trash. Bro, I'll let you talk about it a little bit more because I talked about Bishop Sycamore and, and I, I don't, you tell the, the, the listeners what you saw I, and I'll tell them what I saw. I, I thought the same thing, man. I thought it was, it was. I mean, I, when you think, I mean, I don't know what it was. I guess cause the, the the teasers, you know, had Urban Meyer, the heart attack, and like it, it teased you with a lot of stuff that they didn't get into. Yeah, and so like a lot of my Gator friends, like, oh, it's a football documentary. Like, yeah, so was the you. Mm-hmm. Well, they got down and dirty. Yeah, like they, they told you everything. Yeah, they were bringing guns to school. They were selling drugs to feed the babies. I mean, they told you all that. It was a football documentary, but it was the truth. Right. They didn't get into they didn't get into nothing. They, I mean, they were talking about the football stuff. Two seasons were Urban Meyer, two championship seasons, really. And I mean, it was basically all Tebow. Right. I'm like, dude, like, who gives it? It's like basically a Tebow documentary. And like, I'm like, you know, we went to school with Joe and Reggie, and when they won their first national championship, right. you know, blah, blah blah, we were happy. But they kind of played Chris Leak like he wasn't shit. Yeah, like, man. Like, like, like all the highlights of Chris Leak was him getting sacked or throwing picks. Um, Chris Leak was that dude when he was in college. I don't remember getting thrown picks like that. I mean, that he was that dude in college. That's he's the reason why Tebow didn't get on the field. Right. And so, I mean, they had him put a package in just for Tebow to get him on the field. But right. everybody's like, oh, Tebow, Tebow, Tebow. And it's like, you're forgetting about the ones that were there before, right? And so, I mean, it's it was it was I I thought I expected better, I expected more, but I, I just wasn't impressed with that. And especially when you got the U, you got um, ESPN, um, the um, 
the Trojan Horse. Yep. You got um, the you know, whatever them boys, uh, the one with the Ohio State boys. Yep. I mean, come on. I mean, those are those are hour and ten minutes long, and they tell you everything. Right. I didn't get nothing out of it. Everybody knows the whole time Urban Meyer was there, it was nothing but scandals. Yep. They got into it a little bit, but they didn't get into the real stuff. I agree. So, I mean, it's just, it's just like, I don't know, the U is still the best football documentary out there. One, two, and three, and reloaded. They're yep. all, I mean, it's it's all real. It's all, I mean, genuine. It's all there. I mean, I don't know. No, no. That's you, how I you, look you, at it. Bro, I did too, man. You, like, you, hit, you hit right on top of it, man. I mean, you know, I, I think Tim Tebow is, is one of the, you know, it is one of the greatest college football players to play um, just because of how he willed the team together, his leadership, toughness. I will say Tim Tebow running a football, he, he was tough running that football. Um, you know, and people, like you said with Chris Leak, you know, a lot of people don't realize, Chris Leak started as a, as a freshman in the SEC. Right. So you don't get a freshman start, you know, and, and you're trash. You know, I don't know any quarterback that doesn't throw interception, you know, if, especially if you're a gunslinger. I thought Chris Leak had one of the prettiest fucking ball uh, throwing the football was was, yeah, was his motion was Oh yeah, my god, it was it. so beautiful. The spiral was amazing too. Um and if Tim Tebow was the greatest quarterback ever in the world, then you're right. How does Chris Leak still play? Tim when they needed to throw the ball, Chris Leak was in there. Yep. When they wanted yeah, to run the Wildcat with Tebow, they ran the Wildcat with Tebow. Third and one, fourth and one to get Eagle yeah. Tebow. Goal line and shit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, you know, especially when you watch the documentary, even though they're talking about Tebow, you see Chris Leak. There was like one time Tim, they were talking about Tim Tebow and the comeback or whatever they're doing. But Chris Leak threw three touchdowns. Right. Yeah, you, you ran the tie or go ahead win touchdown. But fucking Chris Leak threw three touchdowns to keep the game even, uh, even. Yeah, that, that, that was the championship game against Alabama. Right. So you're telling me, oh, well, Tim Tebow did this, and they made Tebow look like a savior. And, again, I know the University of Florida loves Tim Tebow, but, uh, you know, right. people I would love to fucking hear from, the Pouncey Twins, I would love to hear you yep. your, your aspect of it. Percy Harvin, I want to hear from Percy. I definitely want to hear from Cam Newton that year he had to sit behind Tebow. I want to hear what – Everything from him. Well, you want to you want to hear enough from Cam? He said he still didn't get his national championship ring for that year. I know. Is it that crazy? Because so, he transferred, they didn't give him. Come on, man. Well, he didn't transfer to. Uh, he got in trouble after the season. Right. So why not give him his ring? You, you still got to give him his ring. Yeah, you got to give him yeah. his ring. Why not give him his ring? Uh, and, and you know, the man earned it. You know what I'm saying? Um, I didn't like that. And then I, to have Florida Gator fans, you know, hit me up and tell me. You know, oh, well, he was trash. He was. I'm like, you. You think Chris Leak was trash? Like, exactly. You you really think he was that bad? Yeah, I, I put didn't... it on Facebook. There's some on Bible Facebook. I put, man, shoot, I don't know about y'all. I'm not a Gator fan, but it's, he was he was that guy back in the day for Gators. Right, 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 right. I mean, it is what it is. You call it what you want. He was that guy. It wasn't Tebow, like he said. Yeah. Tebow was the greatest football player in the world, but he sat behind Chris Leak. His yeah. first year, so. bro. And, and I'm gonna pull. I'm gonna pull some stats here so you can take a look. And remember, this isn't the teams I'm gonna talk about. Aren't the teams that they are today? You know what I'm saying? So when you when you mention a team like Tennessee, right? And, and, and this is 2006. Tennessee was a good football program. Tennessee, oh, yeah. Tennessee was was a good football program. Like you had to be. They were competitive. 
You know, so when you drop 199 yards and three touchdowns, you know, because that's his stat from that one. You know what I mean? It's right. kind of hard. He went 15 for 25 in that game. So when people are always, you know, there's 10 different. Well, you don't know if the freaking receiver dropped it or whatever happened. Um, 14 for 20 with uh, versus Alabama. Two touchdowns, 174 yards passing. Um, let's see here. Auburn, Georgia. I mean, he had five, he had some great get, against Florida State. 21 for 34, two, 383 yards. Uh, UCF, 19 for 21, 29, 340, 52 yards, 352 yards passing, four touchdowns. So what are you guys talking about? Like, he wasn't that good of a, of a player. You know what I mean? That's what I said. That's, I, 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 mean, I, remember I, I remember I met him. So yeah. when Joe was still in college, I met him. And so he's, he's just a cool cat and he's real laid back, quiet, soft-spoken. But I mean, he, he he's that guy. You know, he don't look like shit outside of pads. But well, how do you get chosen the guy. most? How do you get chosen the offensive, uh, offensive most valuable player of the 2007 Tostitos BCS National Championship? But you suck. He led the Gators to a 41-14 win over Ohio State. Yeah, how do you suck? I watched that game in Iraq. Yeah. <laughs> how do you suck though? Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. Most valuable player. I don't know, man. I don't either, man. I don't, I don't know. I don't either. And they, they, I would love to hear from Percy Harvin too, man. You know, I would love to hear from Percy. I wanted to see what because Percy don't hold his, he don't hold his tongue back. I would love to That's hear what he had to say. Why he didn't do it? Yeah, I agree. Probably why he didn't do it. But I mean, they, didn't, I mean, they had spikes. They had uh, Siler. Yeah. But you, you didn't get like, Joe said he declined it, so he said he didn't want to talk about it. Why not? That's um, a, that's not, like why not? I want to know with Reggie Nelson. I want to know why these guys didn't talk about it. Was there something going on in Florida in Florida that they just don't want to talk about? I mean, watching the documentary and seeing these guys do that mat drill. Did you see the mat drill? Yeah, that was crazy. That's insane. The that's mat drill, like mat drills, we do here. No shit. Mat <laughs> drills for anybody that hasn't seen the, the Florida Gators documentary. The mat drills is basically two guys are on the on the on the mat. They were fighting. They were wrestling. And they're fighting wrestling. I mean, you saw the guy get choked out and pass out and the yeah. coaches got to wake him up. Um, yeah. He wanted that kind of mentality that you're, you know, you're, you're willing to, to, to do whatever you got to do to win, you know, type deal. Um, and what follows Urban Meyer, of course, is, you know, not, not only scandals, but, you know, cover-ups, things that he cover up for the players and things like that. And, and, and you know, I, they just talked about the Gators as if they were something that special, and they only had two good years. Right. You know what I mean? Like you, you were so, you were special for two years. That's it. I don't know. I There's just, a reason why I you guys would, haven't I won would, that championship in hundred years. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Of, I watched the old documentary. I finished it. I think I, think I finished it like Saturday because I was just bored. Yeah, but I was I was already bored of it. And it was like, just, but like boring, you said, the University of Miami one was one of the best ones to see. And and when I'm watching this documentary, they're trying to talk about it as if they were like the University of Miami. Oh, everybody knew it was in Gainesville. We went partying. Like, it's Gainesville, bro. Right. We're not talking about like, Miami City. Like, come on, bro. You in Gainesville. It's only three right. nightclubs. Um, right. No, 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 not really. Not really. It's, it's a whole little street, like, as long as, like, Palm Bay Road. It's like university called University Drive, yeah, I think, Boulevard. Sure. Sure, but there's but only it's like not, it's nice. Yeah, but it's there's only like three or four like people. Yeah, but it's only like three or four that people went to though, bro. Like they frequent. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you walked mm. up and down the strip, but like everybody met up at one club. That's what they said. Everybody met up at this one club, and that's where we always win. All the Gators, and you can get in free. I know where we always went. We always went to Sky, mm. the little rooftop club. 
Well, don't, and every time I went, and every time I was with Joe and them, I was with a crew for some reason, so I can get in free. That's fine. Crew, so I get in. But hey, hey, hey. But yeah, but now nah, it's I don't know, man. It was it just it did not. I I expected it to be so much better. I did too, man. I did too. And there's I know they're leaving out some other stuff, and I know they did a Aaron Hernandez type of documentary, but it'd be nice to have them mention him at least. You know what I'm saying? Since you play with them, or whatever. Um, I know Tebow didn't really mention him either. I'm like, no, yeah, that nobody, was your dude. That was your dude. Yeah, nobody, nobody mentions him. Nobody mentions anything. A lot of, and you know, you got, you know, these guys got in trouble with some stuff. You know what I mean? Like, you gonna oh, yeah. talk what you got to talk. But they acted like they were just a brutalizing team in the SEC at the time. Like they were just kicking ass and you know taking numbers and shit. And you had two, you had two good years, and that was it. That's all you really, really had. Um, I don't know, man. I would love to see how they got the building of the Gators a little bit. They kind of just start off where they were just good. So I know I need to get I need to get with Joe. I need to talk to him. Like, so why you turn down? Like, what 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 was not said in there? That I mean, he had a lot of he had a lot of features. So you should pay me for that. Oh, I know he that. You saw how many times it showed Joe on that thing. Yeah, show him dying during them let during them on gases. I know. I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh damn, Joe. Yeah, I saw it too. But I saw him leading the chant in the locker room. That was pretty good, man. Yeah. Um I don't know. They they tried to make it something that it wasn't. It looked like a little payday for everybody too, by the way. So um Yeah, I, I think so too. Yeah, I, I do. I, so. um, I, know, yeah. I know I know I know our boy Reggie, he hangs out with Steve. He knows Steve. Mm. Um the lineman. Right, 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 right. And so I mean, I, I seen him when I was went to Gainesville to see Joe all the time, but I didn't really hang out with him like that. Right. But yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like I want, I want more. I, I expected more, but there got to be a part two coming out, son. Part two of what? Losing for to so many continued. more years now. To be continued. I guess so. so. I guess I I don't want to see it, but sure. Because the one on Netflix just it just you know the Swamp Kings get get the freak out of here, you Swamp Kings. <laughs> Yeah, it, it, yeah, it didn't exactly. do anything for me. I didn't learn anything. Or I, when you, because I watched University of Miami when I laughed, I was like, "Oh shit, these guys are doing this." Oh my god, this one I, I, I still watch it now. It was on the like not last night. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to watch, man. It's still my uh, you um, the one by the song by No Good Ballin' Boy. I still watch that every Friday morning. Yeah, get ready for Friday night. And, and I know Reggie's a Gator fan, but I would love to hear his his take on it. Um, I know he's gonna hear this and be like, "These guys are crazy," but. It was just. I wish there was more, man. I really wish they would. They would talk to different players and and who went to that school at that time that you that we all, you know. I know, like Steve Walsh said. Hey, I be walking to yeah. my car, and I see about three or four or five dudes on the team with ski masks going to go rob somebody. Yeah, <laughs> like damn. <laughs> man, whoa, wait a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Um, but speaking of robbing, man, <laughs> this is gonna sound crazy. Transition is the other thing I, I want to talk to you about real quick before we jump off here. Is is the Trey Lance trade to to the Dallas Cowboys, man? And, and what's the impact? What do you think is going to happen? Um, predictions or whatever the case may be, because um, taking Trey Lance it, to me speaks volumes from Jerry Jones and and the rest of the organization of how they see Dak Prescott. And um, to even not discuss it with him is is something else too. You would think you would talk to your main guy about what your what your possibility move is. You would think that he had earned your respect to do that, but it doesn't seem like he did. So what do you what do you think about Trey Lance take going over there? I don't even know why they even did that trade. Like Trey Lance is unproven. Well, I think he Trey Lance like wanted f- out of there. Because remember, Sam Darnold is now the backup quarterback for the 49ers. Brock Purdy's still a starter. And I think once he got jumped by Sam Darnold, it was pretty much like, yo, I want to get out of here. Right, but still, I mean, 
why the Cowboys pick him up? Like, there's he's unproven. See, you're unhappy with Dak, but you're gonna bring in an unproven kid that's been in the league for three years. Yeah. I think he started with four games his whole career. Yeah. Even when he was starting before he got hurt last year, he wasn't all that. So it's like, I mean, wh- what are you gaining? What are you trying to, I mean, were you going to try and use it for trade leverage for next year? Because nobody gives a shit about Trey Lance. So right. I don't know. I, know I, just saw, I, I didn't believe it at first. Mm. I, had to pull, I had to pull up my ESPN app and I saw it. So I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I see I, Stephen I just, A. laughing. So. I, yeah, of course, man, because this just proves everything that everybody's been talking about. If Dak Prescott's your guy, you don't make a move like this. You know what I'm saying? Trey Lance, you know, once he heard that Sam Donald, I have no doubt in my mind, he was like, yo, I want to leave. I'm not going to get my fair shot here. You know what I mean? Um, I think this puts, as we're called on the clock, I think they put Dak Prescott on the clock. I think if he has a stretch of bad games, they're going to try to mix it up by putting the kid in there. You know what I'm saying? And again, it just shows you but the faith they have like, in Dak Prescott. I, I don't think he's going to be the star. I don't think if that guy hurt or he struggled, they're going to put the redhead kid back in. Uh, the one from last year. Who, Andy Dalton? He, no, the one that bad. Oh, uh, that got hurt last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. He's still there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. still there. Cooper Rush is who you're talking about. Yeah, Cooper Rush, yeah. So, I mean, you go from third string to third string. Why? I, I don't know, so, but maybe maybe because he wants to get out of there. Maybe he just doesn't like Shanahan or, you know, something in there just he didn't like. You know what I mean? Uh, because it's crazy to me. Yeah. Now, again, Sam, people were giving shit to San Francisco. Like, dude, you picked them. You moved up in the in the draft. Like, these guys didn't miss with Trey. I mean, maybe they couldn't be able to coach up Trey Lance, but they didn't miss. They You know, but Nick Bosa and, you know, Debo Samuels and McCaffrey, they, they've been putting pieces together for a very, very long time. Um, yeah, I mean, Trey Lance was a reach. I mean, yeah, he only yeah. started, with 11 games in college? That's so, it. I mean, it is a reach. I don't know why these guys I think mean, these guys I, are going to work out. I don't know why. I, I don't know. I, like, I was listening to uh, um, John Lynch on the other show because I don't throw plugs no more. I hear you. And, um, but yeah, he was on the other show. And they were saying they did not want to draft Brock, Brock, uh, Brock Purdy. It was... Um, Oh, what's the uh, Greasy Brian Greasy? Wait, Brock Purdy, him. or you mean? Um, no, no, they no, they didn't want to draft Brock Purdy last year. Brock Purdy, really? no, Brock Purdy. I didn't know that. They didn't want to. They had no intention on drafting him. But by, by Brian Greasy is their quarterback coach, mm. and he wanted him. He's like, there's something about this kid I like. And then he was saying for two years straight, they were saying if he's available, we got to get him. We got to get him. Right. And they end up having the last pick. And so to make Brian happy, they drafted him. Mm. And so they ended up drafting him, and his story started being written. So, I mean, it's it's crazy how that worked out. It is, man. And, it, and him going over there, man, again, to me, doesn't show any kind of faith in in Dak Prescott as well. Uh, and I, I think you get the same type of quarterback out of Cooper Rush you're going to get out of Dak Prescott. I think they're the same quarterback. People call me crazy, but – they're the same type of quarterback in my mind. They're not going to get you to the so. mountaintop. But I think Cooper Rush is a little bit better with ball security. Okay, I'll give you that. I, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. He's not. He's so, very, very methodical. Yeah. But Trey Lance so. comes in the mix. You have to assume at some point they're going to want to see the kid live. Yes. At some point they're going to want to see this. Now, whether in practice or not. Now, for Sam Darnold to beat out Trey Lance – 
Maybe it's a work ethic thing. Maybe I don't know. Maybe he's not watching film. You know, I don't know. I don't know what's I mean, going Sam on. Donald, Sam Donald, not a bad quarterback. He's just not he's a put in a bad situation. Yeah, I mean, he he's one of them kids like you know you get him on your youth football, or you got him on your high school team. He don't he doesn't do one thing great. He does a lot of good things. Right, that makes sense. <laughs> so, so like you know he does he's a, he's good at this, good at that, good at this, but he's not great at just one thing. So, I mean, I have a kid like that, or I had a kid like that. I mean, he was good at a lot of things. Right. He just wasn't, I mean, he could never, even it, it stemmed from youth league all the way until he got to high school. He graduated like this past year, but he could never find a home because he was a good blocker, good tackler, great he can catch. He can, he can run the ball. They couldn't find him a home because he was, he just wasn't great at one thing. Right. right and right. so he, so he kind of got, lost in the shuffle playing and stuff like that but you know it's like I get it so I don't know like you said Sam Donald got put in a bad situation he did man and and then I do see some kind of a higher ceiling there especially because around around a good offensive coordinator slash quarterback coach but Trey Lance going to Dallas Cowboys to me is just you know maybe Dallas Cowboys fans are happy about it I don't know I just I, I see it as you know maybe like a you know if you mess up, he's going in there type of deal. I think it's some in a couple of weeks, maybe another week or two or maybe three, we're going to hear Trey Lance is the backup quarterback and Cooper Rush is, is the third string. I think that's what's going to happen. They have a little quarterback competition between them two, see if he can beat out Cooper Rush, and if he does, well, let's give him a chance to, to, to make a run at Dak. But you don't want to do it right off the bat because you don't, you don't want to rattle your starting quarterback. Let the backup and him battle out and see who comes up. You know what I mean? Right. And then, boom, if the kid beats him, well, then now you know, Tyrone, me, you, and the rest of Dallas Cowboy Nation know it's just a matter of time if, if Dak goes on a four-game losing streak. Or shit, maybe a three-game losing streak. They might just switch him, and they might put him somewhere else. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, it could happen. To me, and I don't see a lot of teams that need a quarterback right now either. So. Oh, I know it. I know it. I know it. So, I mean, it's, it's going to be a long offseason. Super for long, <laughs> super long, and for those Cowboys, man, because if he, if let's say by the grace of God he passes him, he has a good season, a decent season, whatever. What do you do now? Do you keep Dak Prescott on the bench, or does Dak say I want to go somewhere else? I mean, Dak can say you go somewhere else, but like I said, there ain't not teams that need quarterbacks right now. I agree. I mean, USFL and XFL and any quarterbacks <laughs> in the XFL, that's where he's gonna go. He falls that far I mean, off, bro? Damn. Hey, hey. He's no longer in the uh, league. Uh, uh, you, 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 your uh, Dolphins better pick him up. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Hey, I'm just saying. We got blasted hey, by the Jaguars. I'm just saying. I mean, we world beaters. This is, this is preseason. <laughs> we are world beaters. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> Clearly you guys are doing good. Give us a goddamn championship belt right now. I hear you, man. Just, just give it to us. And it's just a wild time in sports in general, man. I mean, uh, you know, we honorable mentions that we did want to get to, but we talked a little long about the other ones. Was You know, I, I love watching Shikari Richardson in, in the 4 by 100 uh, women's division in track and field, win for the USA gold, beating Jamaica for the first time in a long time. Um, hey, now I, got, I got something to say. Yeah. Well, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it offline first, then we come back next, next episode. If it's, if it's clear, then I'll say it. Gotcha. Okay. okay. Keep going. Appreciate that. Pre- I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, normally pop off, but I'm going to yeah, keep it out. Yeah, man. Please don't. Please don't pop off. Uh, but no, I, I shout out to, to her and, and watching that. Uh, it was interesting to hear the men's uh, 100 
four by one one hundred team sprinter as well. One of the members there talking about how um, they are world champions and how you know the NBA finals. They say we're world champions when you're just champions of the country. You're not playing anybody in the world. It was interesting to see that this week too. So honorable mentions for those guys. Um, that's really all the time we got, Tyrone. Man, it, was, it went pretty quick. Um, again, man, shout out to Reggie. Shout out to his family. Shout out to uh, uh, Stella. Um, we're gonna miss you a lot, man. And and I'm gonna pray for you, Reggie, and the family. I'm gonna pray for Miss Stella. Um, and again, I, and it, this is just this is an ending period. This isn't just until we see you again. You know what I mean? So, uh, if you like what you heard, man, hit us up on on email on the clock twenty. Uh, at gmail.com, Instagram, On The Clock Radio, Facebook, OTC Sports, On The Clock Sports. Um, go ahead and hit us up on all social media outlets. Um, but everybody, be careful, man. Take care of your loved ones. Watch every, watch your back. And it doesn't have to just be your mom, but it could be your father. It could be your brother. It could be your cousin or something. If you haven't talked to him, check on him, man. Because um, you never know. Every day is precious, man, and we should we should treat it like that. You know, Something I used to tell people was appreciate today. Um, pray for tomorrow and, and make sure you, you, you live every single day like it's your last day on earth. You know what I mean? Um, so shout out to Reggie and the family, man. We love you. And I know we'll talk to you real soon.